It is zero hour thirty universal time. And here is the news in special English. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has called for severe restrictions on Syria if it fails to carry out a United Nations supported peace plan. Ms. Clinton made the call Thursday in Paris. She was meeting with representatives of more than twelve countries that call themselves the Friends of Syria. These countries support the Syrian opposition rebellion against the government of President Bashar al-Assad. She said the United States believes the UN Security Council should approve arms restrictions on Syria. Ms. Clinton said the resolution should be approved under Chapter 7 of the UN Charter. Russia has twice used its veto to block restrictions on the Assad government. American officials say a Black Hawk helicopter has crashed in southwestern Afghanistan. The plane crashed in bad weather Thursday. It is not known if any of the four crew members survived. Earlier, Afghan President Hamid Karzai strongly condemned the actions of American soldiers pictured with the dead bodies of militants. He said the pictures were evidence that foreign troops need to withdraw sooner. The pictures were taken in 2010. The Los Angeles Times published two of the 18 pictures Wednesday. The newspaper report says the soldier who released the pictures wanted to draw attention to poor leadership that could threaten the safety of the troops. India said Thursday that it has successfully test-fired a new missile that is able to carry a nuclear weapon as far as Beijing, China. Indian media showed a video of the Agni missile after its launch from a testing area in the eastern state of Orissa. The missile can travel as far as 5,000 kilometers. Prime Minister Manmohan Singh congratulated India's scientists for their work in helping the nation to become independent in defending itself. The head of the Defense Research and Development Organization said India now has missile abilities equal to the world's most powerful military nations. The International Criminal Tribunal for Rwanda, or ICTR, has returned a genocide suspect to Rwanda to face trial. This is the first time the United Nations Court has ordered a genocide suspect returned for trial. Jean Uminkinda was returned to Rwanda after ICTR judges denied a request to block his transport out of Arushu, Tanzania, where the court is based. Mr. Uwinkinda's lawyers had argued that he would not receive a fair trial in Rwanda 
where he had worked as a clergyman. He is accused of leading a group of ethnic Hutu extremists looking for ethnic Tutsis to murder during Rwanda's 1994 genocide. He has denied the charges. Mr. Uinkinda arrived in Kigali late Thursday. He is expected to appear in a Rwandan court next week. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. The United States says Sudan and South Sudan want to find a way to avoid war. The United States Special Envoy for Sudan, Princeton Lyman, spoke to news reporters after talks with officials from both governments. The diplomat told reporters that the two sides know how costly war would be. Mr. Lyman also said South Sudan wants promises from Sudan that there will be no more bomb attacks or raids before it agrees to withdraw from the Heglij oil fields. South Sudan also wants the withdrawal of northern troops from the town of Abye. Mr. Lyman says Sudan agrees in theory with the plan, although there are disputes about what is needed to end the conflict. Also Thursday, United Nations Secretary-General Ban Ki-moon said South Sudan's seizure of Heglij was illegal. A new study of public opinion in China and in the United States shows that a majority of people believe the relationship between the two countries is the most important in the world. The study, by the group called the Committee of 100, questioned more than 4,000 people in China and 1,400 in the United States. Sixty percent of the Chinese said the United States was China's most important partner, followed by Russia and Great Britain. Although there is mistrust between the two countries, the study found that the Americans' good opinion of China has grown, and that Americans support stronger links with China. At the same time, a growing percentage of Chinese believe the United States is trying to prevent China from becoming a great power. A majority of Americans still see China's military growth as a serious threat, but the study found less concern than five years ago. Two more young Tibetans have set themselves on fire to protest China's campaign against Tibetan descent in Sichuan province. Both later died. Reports say that the Tibetans were both in their twenties. They set fire to themselves at a religious center in a city called Abba by Tibetans. 
It is also known as Ngawa by the Chinese. At least 35 people have burned themselves in the past year. Two of the suicide protests took place in India, where many Tibetan exiles live. Most of the protesters were Buddhist religious workers seeking independence from China, and the return of Tibet's exiled spiritual leader, the Dalai Lama. People around the world are remembering the six million Jewish victims of the Nazi Holocaust during World War II. In Israel, traffic stopped for two minutes as people stood silently with heads bowed. The two-minute silence honored those killed. In Poland, around 10,000 young people gathered for the March of the Living at Auschwitz. Auschwitz was one of the worst German death camps. And now, briefly, here again is the major news for this hour. American Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has called for severe restrictions on Syria if it fails to honor a United Nations-supported peace plan. American officials say a Black Hawk helicopter has crashed in southwestern Afghanistan. And India says it has successfully test-fired a new missile that is able to carry a nuclear weapon as far as Beijing, China. And that's the news in VOA Special English, coming your way from Washington.